Welcome, guys, to a new episode of the Analytics for You podcast. This is a space to talk about technology, digital solutions, and analytics in the healthcare fields. My name is Mariel Montero, and here with Ruben and Marco. How are you doing, guys, today? Hi, Mariel. I'm doing great. I hope uh, both of you are doing great as well. It's a Tuesday, so we are using different uh, days recently in our recordings, but it's because we're busy, we're doing a lot of things. Everybody is uh, up and about traveling. And uh, so that's, we still, we are still very much uh, committed to getting the podcast done. So welcome to our first Tuesday recording, I think. Michael, how are you doing? Greetings, greetings. I'm doing great, Ruben. Thanks for having me. And I also want to say that it's Tuesday and it's very hot outside, very sunny for a summer day. Are you guys more productive during the morning or at night? Mm -hmm. That's a good question, Mariel. I love all your get-to-know-each-other type of, type of questions. Uh, I am definitely more of an evening to night owl. Uh, but uh, I used to be even more so uh, in my younger days. Nowadays, I never used to go to bed before like the late night shows came on. And, uh, throughout that time period, I would get a lot of things done. Nowadays, around 10.30ish, uh, I'm pretty beat for the, for the entire, uh, for the rest of the night. Uh, but that still doesn't make me a morning person either so uh, but I do I do get up early in the mornings and and I get some things done I'm just definitely not more productive in the morning than I am in the later part of the day how about you Michael what's your uh, favorite work time well I can tell you that I'm a mission driven kind of person so with that being said um, it doesn't matter the time of the day it could be red eye it could be in the middle of the night and it, if I plan ahead I, I'm, I'm always ready you can say that <laughs> so so I'm a any time of the day kind of guy if I remember correctly all of you were uh, coffee drinkers so does that mean Michael that you're still productive even without the coffee or do you need the coffee to, to get you going you know uh, I enjoy my coffee and that's one of the main reasons why I, I sip my coffee throughout the day because you never know when you have to be ready so yeah <laughs> but answering your question um, I think yeah. I'm less productive <laughs> I'm yeah, less exactly. productive <laughs> without exactly. that coffee right <laughs> exactly or the diet coke in your case right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm just I'm drinking a diet coke right now so yes I think I am weird I send to my the my my most productive hour are from 10 in the morning to 5 in the afternoon <laughs> Let's get into it. What are the tools that safeguard the information that is stored in the digital solutions products? Maria, that is a very good question. All these products in the digital solutions world, from a PAX to a RIS to a voice recognition to our now famous this analytics uh, product or application have 
built in a, a, a number of tools that uh, really help you. And we could spend probably hours talking about them and we can get very technical. So I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna try to give you a quick overview of some of them. Uh, and I'm sure that Michael will see or hear some of the, some of these that he can kind of apply from the, from the customer perspective. And uh, I'll let him do that when, when I'm done going through this quick overview. Um, most of these tools, actually all of them, transmit data in an encrypted manner. Uh, typically that's done through an SSL when it's web-based. That's a secure sockets layer certificate. So that encrypts your data either in 40-bit or 128-bit. And, and that means that it can be very difficult for somebody to decrypt it. Um, so when you have something encrypted, there's a key that you have to have in order for you to really understand what data you're looking at. So if somebody was looking at that data uh, with some of these tools that hackers have, they would see it in such a way that it really wouldn't make sense to them. Another way to encrypt the data is to uh, use what's called a, a VPN, a virtual private network. And in this case, you would literally uh, tunnel in, it's called kind of, that's what everybody refers to it. You're tunneling into from an outside location to an inside location and pretending that you're inside. All the communication that's happening in, in, that, in, that, um, in that concept is also encrypted. And it can be encrypted even more robustly than even 128-bit encryption that you can do in SSL. <clears throat> it can go all the way up to 256 or, or even more nowadays. Or they're coming up with some very robust ways to encrypt. Uh, so those are just a couple of tools of how uh, these, the information is safeguarded in the transmission phase. There's also safeguards inside of the storage concept. So when you're, you also can encrypt the database, you can actually have multiple databases so that certain information is in one database, encrypted in one particular way, and then another piece of information is in a second database in a different location, also encrypted a little bit different. And what happens there is that it, even if you're able to hack into one of the databases, you still wouldn't have all the information that you need to make sense because the other key components to the information are in, your, in the second database. I'll do it simply rather than, I'll, I'll give an example that's simpler than how we do it, but, and it's more relatable. Think of uh, credit cards, okay? Somebody wants to hack, and get into your credit card, so information. So you would actually put the number of the credit card in one database and uh, call, instead of calling me Ruben Garcia, you would call me user 001. So in that database, you would only store two things, 001 and the credit card information. And then you go to another database and you also have an entry for 001, but there you have the expiration date and the secret code for the credit card. So that we, are, we all know about that security code. So now if I'm, a, if I'm a hacker, I can't go, I may, I mean, I may be that good that I can actually hack into both databases, but that's almost impossible to do. So you would end up 
going to one database only to find out that you can either act that you can access the expiration date and the secret code, but you don't have the credit card number. Or you go to another database and you see the credit card number, but you don't see uh, the the expiration date and the and the security code. So as you can imagine, if you if you only have one or the other, you're not really going to get uh, too far with the information. So we do the same thing. Okay, we we encrypt uh, things. In, in multiple places so that you know you can't uh, if you find information in one you can't find it uh, in another. Uh, one uh, last example that I can that I can talk uh, about would be just the the security settings that you set up on the on the different uh, areas and of course every on just normal ready day access uh, people take that you know kind of, they think that that's pretty easy to do. And we've, we've done it in a way that it's not, not that easy, uh, but it gives you a lot of power. So we can define a, a very granularly, so very specifically, what we give you access to and what we don't give you access to. So some people can have super admin access and they can see everything, but some other people just do not. They can only see one little piece of information. For example, in this analytics, we have one user uh, that I right now that I know of that it uses the application, and the only thing that they get is notifications from the nuclear medicine side. They don't even get to see any charts, they don't see any numbers, they don't see anything but those notifications. So we've taken it all the way down to that, and that of course makes it very hard for somebody, say for example, a hacker or another user that gets access to that username and password for them to get any uh, valuable information. Michael, I don't know if you have, uh, if you wanted to add anything else that are more specific from when you were on the client side. <laughs> no problem. Actually, Ruben, I do have a question for you since you are the chief information officer here at this. Um, the safeguards are HIPAA compliant. And so, um, you know, one of our concerns as a consumer is, is the PHI protective. I know you, you talk about different databases that you need access to, but um, how many years of experience does these have uh, behind as a company to say, yes, uh, you are protected? Okay, so two, two different questions. And uh, from the years of experience, we've been doing this for about, no, 18 years. So, you know, we've gone from the time periods where transmissions were being done on DSL at 64 kilobits, and uh, they were obviously very cumbersome and slow to the world that we live in today. We've seen all the different changes. And um, we have hired outside cybersecurity companies to basically hack into us and show us, it's called a pen test, P-E-N, as in a penetration test. And uh, with that, you know, we, we validate uh, whether, you know, we're good or bad. And uh, through the years, you know, the technologies change. So I'm not gonna lie, there's moments where we in a sense fall behind and it's not that we fall behind, it's that the hackers are so fast and get so good that if they, that, you know, we would have, we have to make immediate changes to, to the things that we're seeing. So, you know, that's why we have these companies telling us, hey, you got to make these changes quickly. And we do. 
Okay, so that, that goes into having the different firewalls and SSLs, like I talked before, or VPNs or things like that. Uh, we have to be always very aware of that. And that part of the experience question gets answered that way. We, we not just rely on our own knowledge, but we use the knowledge of other experts in the, in the field to, to really address uh, some of the things that we're capable of, of doing. On the second part, uh, HIPAA requirements and things like that, uh, we, we certainly comply with every one of those uh, in the sense that all the products have been verified to do that. But I always, always, always tell the customer, I, it doesn't matter if my product is uh, you know, PHI valid or HIPAA compliant or not. If you let somebody get your username and password, they're gonna be able to get to your data. Okay, so the, the product is only as secure as how quickly you know, somebody misuses their rights to it. And uh, to answer your question literally, yes, you know, our systems are, are valid in that you know, we, we put in all the safeguards that, you know, all the, that the industry requires. But um, I, I, in fact, just walked up today into our office in Puerto Rico and I saw that one of the computers were sitting there and the, the screensaver wasn't activated and you know, so it wasn't protected. And I'm, I'm laughing in the sense that, and I went in and I shut down the computer because I'm thinking, look, the, the owner of this computer, I could have just gone into that computer at that moment and maybe even done some purchases on Amazon you know, without that person even knowing it and, and sent myself you know, a few gifts for my upcoming 50th birthday here in July. And of course, uh, I didn't do that. But I immediately wrote, uh, took a picture of, of, the, of the camera or of the uh, computer, and I sent it to my IT staff, and I sent it to, to a few other people letting them know this is not what we do. And this is, you know, if this is happening, then it doesn't matter what safeguards we put in, we're going to be uh, at a risk uh, situation. So um, the user is king when it comes to these things. That's why all these, all these uh, hackers have figured out that it's a lot easier for them to get you to give them their username and password by sending you all these emails that use social engineering to convince you to come to share private information than it is for them to hack into a computer system that's encrypted uh, appropriately, okay? So keep an eye out, guys, everybody. You have to be very protective of your data. Don't walk away from, uh, from your iPad or your computer and leave it logged in. Make sure you turn it off or you close the lid or you put, the, put it on screensaver mode so that the people that, are, that come uh, behind you don't just have free access to the data. I hope I answered Michael that question. Uh, wow, Ruben, that's a lot of information. Uh, now for our audience out there, I just wanna make sure that uh, you know that um, you are always on, on our mind to that the, the process that we follow here at these are just like Ruben said, that uh, we are compliant and that we follow every regulation that is uh, in order to provide the best services uh, for our clients. But thank you, Ruben. You're welcome, Michael. It is a lot of information because it's a, it's a you know, complicated subject. And you know, I, what I'm trying to transmit to everyone is that uh, we rely sometimes too much on those safeguards that are built into the systems. So for sure that they're there, 
for sure that we do our best to put them, you know, in the in the highest uh, regards. But you have to be, you know, as, uh, very much self-aware as well of what uh, you're doing uh, out there. So, uh, like I said, you know, earlier, be safe out there, folks. Don't 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 be overconfident about you know what what you're doing out there with security. These hackers are getting really good at getting to your information, even when they're not hacking into it. Okay, so call us, we'll help you out. We know a lot about these things and, we, and we've also hired the external parties to, to be of assistance with that. Thank you guys. Every day I discover new thing and I find fascinating how digital solutions protect our data. This is a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening to us today. Stay tuned for upcoming episodes. Goodbye. See you later. Goodbye. Bye.